like to welcome Chris Hall, aka B-Bug, to the studio. How long have you been producing? I've been producing music since Standardry, which was about 13 years ago. Which artists have inspired you? Extra of 60s jazz, Wes Montgomery, Thelonious Monk, Miles Davis, James Brown, Roy Ayers, Sly the Family Stone, the list goes on, lots of disco. 80s stuff, not so keen, 90s stuff, lots of 90s hip-hop, tripod quest. And then getting more into hip-hop, I got right back into the, the, the 60s and 70s stuff again. So, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's my vibe. What software do you use and why? Use Cubase 5. It's good for a combination of production, tracking and editing. Some software is better for one thing or another. Cubase does all of them quite well, so that's, I quite like that. I used to use Cakewalk, didn't like it. It was quite basic. I use Contact Player as well for um, sample triggering and stuff like that. And I use Wavelab for editing. Tell us about your methods of production. Do all your beats come from the same technique? Because I've been an instrumentalist for a long time, I've always tried to use new sounds. And I've always liked loop-based music, so I've always liked to make loops out of my own stuff or take samples and make loops, but I've always used different methods. So be it a hardware sampler, a guitar, bass, drums. Um, you know, when I started, I was just cutting up samples of the, just loops and, and then using a really basic beat maker to add, to add beats. And I'm still making stuff like that, but I'm recording my own samples now, so making my own loops and stuff. So, always trying different stuff. Don't always get it right, but it's part of the progress. Who are the most exciting artists that you work with? Oh, Nasty P, without doubt. Oh, <laughs> Each and every time. Um, Nasty P, Soul to Soul, the Low Life MCs, uh, local Edinburgh players, I think, are, are some of the best. Army Panasar, he's amazing. The Rusty Archives, that, that's that's my my take. They're definitely live MCs and so on. So. Tell us about some of your favourite releases and why. Mr. Scruff, Keep It Unreal, always stands out. Created like characters in people's minds and he made made all these different styles of beats and different types of music, all, you know, and, and it made for a really interesting album, like it's a whole album, you know. One of my favourite albums is Herbie Hancock and the Headhunters. You know, every every single line I can sing back from every track because it's so lyrical, it's like so musical, and every line just, you know, he sings he, that that man sings on the keyboards. So yeah, that's those, those two stand out. What projects are you currently working on? Working with a band called the Ordinary All Stars, who are upbeat jazz hip hop, like along the lines of um, Ugly Duckling, uh, Jurassic Five, that kind of vibe, party hip hop, um, in an old school style. Um, and we're doing, we've just recorded at the Animal Farm Studios uh, in London. We've got uh, publishing and management from them, so hopefully we'll be too. I'm working on my own projects in, in the studio, trying to get people involved. Got Simon to be involved, hoping to get into a nursery P involved, trying to do some sort of a collab, you know, some sort of collab. <laughs> um, just trying to round up tracks that I've been working on for a long time and get an album together and recording cuts with them. You obviously DJ as well as produce. Where do you play? I, I am known to occasionally spin records. 99 Hanover Street is a good Sunday night staple for me and I do two Fridays a month at Peeble, which is crazy uh, eclectic dance floor mayhem for five hours. So that's my uh, main DJ gigs at the moment. That's, yeah, that's where I'm at. In your opinion, what's the worst tune you've ever been requested to really really tough I think I like so much music and most of the time people request tracks I don't have it or or I didn't put it in the bag or whatever but a lot of the time you get stuff you've never even heard of Bass Hunter that's got to be the worst yeah. Bass Hunter <laughs> after I was playing some mellow jazz hip hop like yes that's so off the cuff like where was that where did that come from yeah I think that's the worst It's a hard one because there's, I'd always probably say Herbie Hancock and the Headhunters because it's such a classic, but 
In a Silent Way by Miles Davis might keep me happy, but also uh, there's an album called Chicago Transit Authority by Chicago Transit Authority that's got about five tracks on it I still don't really get. I think I'd spend my whole life trying to work out what they're all about. <laughs> as well as the like, five tracks that I love that are just fat and amazing, so maybe one of those three. That's, I can't narrow it down any more than that. <laughs> What does the future hold for people? Curry in about half an hour, probably. <laughs> uh, followed by some tea. <laughs> and then to the studio. <laughs> that's, that's the immediate future. And uh, trying to get back out and snowboard. Trying to get the Ordinary All-Stars gigging and touring. And getting people into the Sonic Lodge studio on Ferry Road, where I'm currently working on my project. Thank you, people. Not at all. So I'd like to welcome Paul Rutherford, aka Nasty P. Thank you. How long have you been producing? I DJ'd first, but producing probably 10 years. Which artists have inspired you? Loads. Probably like early days, like more soulful stuff, like you know, Marvin Gaye and Al Green and James Brown, Martha Stewart. Otis Red and hip hop wise for producing like your obvious ones like DJ Premier, Pete Rock, Black Milk, Flying Lotus, oh. Diamond D. Uh, okay. so, I'm gonna miss Jay Dilla. I could probably go on, of course. Our new producers like Jake One, uh, I said Black Milk, even Paul of the Dawn's pretty dope. Nice, what to do. What software do you use and why? I use Logic now. Only because I did use Cubase, but when I bought it, it came with a dongle, and I lost the dongle, so that was Cubase gone. Lost your dongle, and that's the gundle. Exactly. So I'm on Logic now, but um, it actually worked out pretty sweet, because Logic's like, I'm a Mac man, and Logic's, it just, it's really hands-on. Any, any sort of idea you have, you can do. Obviously, we're saying software, MPCs, hardware, and that's where it started. Software's like, you can just go to town with it. Tell us about your methods of production. Do all your beats come from the same thing? Not really. It just, well, it depends. I think it's more like what, what you're trying to accomplish. Like, what, what are we doing? <laughs> I, I think... Depends on what she showed you being smoking. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, um, well, it just depends on, the, like, say, say I'm trying to do a certain sound. And it, a lot can be trial and error, and then I learn a new technique because I'm like, oh, they had the drums swinging. Like, like say you're Jay Dilla type. I'm influenced from him. I might put the, the hats on a certain swing instead of having it straight up or, or take the quantize off. If you have your drums, like I, I might not have the kicks on the same volume all the time, like just press it on the pads at the same time just to make it sound like it's live drums. Sometimes I do, if I, if I have a loop, I'd have the, I put the hi-hats in first, but it might not be the hi-hats I'll use. It's just because a metronome can, it's too metallic. Like, hi-hats means that even if you're, you're, you're stabbing in samples like off the quantize, it's just starting to keep you right from the hi-hats, not too intrusive. And well, like another thing is, if you're working on a budget to get a sound as, as sonically perfect as you can, like you can take, like I used to do it with MPC, like you take a, what you want it to sound like in one of the pads, right? And you just keep playing it back and then you tailor your snare to as close as it is. It sounds like it's copying it, but then but then once you take it out, you strip it down, you, you, you sonically start to understand how it's going to sound. Yeah. Really. So that's quite a good technique. Who are the most 
exciting artists that you work with? Bieber, hands down. Well, there's artists I've worked with in the studio and there's artists I've played with. Played with probably my most recent one, the KRS. I never literally played with him. I played before him, but uh, who have I played with? Well, as far as artists I've worked with, I worked with uh, Akil was really cool. I want to see just to see because he's so professional in the way he does it. So he sort of brings the best out of me in that because he's such a good rapper. Skinny Man was funny. Because he's a bit bananas. <laughs> but it was still a good session. Like, who else? Who else have I worked with? Well, Prophecy's always good because oh, just because I've worked with him for so he's long. Such a nice guy, and he was such a good rapper. Yeah. So the, the, our chemistry sort of there with, you know, we both know what we want and stuff like that. Um, who else? Martin, JP. Like, lucky me, guys, they're really good. Like, JP's a really good DJ. So when I go with him, it's kind of... I just like playing with artists, bring something to the table so it makes yeah. you, you better, you know what I mean? So That's it, it's all about up in the game. Aye, exactly. Killer Killer, work with him. Beast. Good beatboxer. I never actually finished the track. I had actually Sway in the studio as well, but we never done anything because it was actually the night I was putting them on at my club. Tell us about some of your favourite releases and why. I'd say that Odyssey, I'm really happy about that because I reckon it's the best track I've ever done. Yeah. And the thing, the reason I say that is because at the time, I, the, the thing I had in mind is I wanted to make it so that people from different genres of new and old music could dig it without sort of like compromising on the integrity of each, if you know what I mean. So, track, Love Trip, I tried that before and completely messed it up. One, it just sounded like trying to mix something really bad, and it just you know it doesn't mesh. Whereas with this one, I had you know you like your synthy sound. I had a, a soul sample that was twisted up that worked, so I was really happy with that. I made that really sort of quickly, and I mean that just so like it just happened naturally. And, like I almost forgot I made it, and then when I did make it, I was like I don't think I'll be able to make something like as good as that. So I was pleased with that release, and then. The Skinny Man track I was pleased with because the reason I, I was pleased with Skinny Man track is the beat he originally chose. I don't know how you feel about this when I release it. I changed, so I still had a cappella like and a new how you rap with the drums, and then I just didn't like the beat, so I changed that up. But I was pleased with the way that that was done. So that's another release. What projects are you currently working on? Well, the album's done, so we're tying that up. I'm doing a mixtape with Prophecy at the minute, mixtape with Silverfilm. I've given some beats to Akil, going to be doing that, and I've actually given some beats to, believe it or not, Florence and the Machine as well, because the guy who put my records out was playing my CD in the car when, when she was touring, because he worked for regular music, so when they were on tours, he was playing CDs in the car. And she actually knows Skinny Man, so she was asking who it was, and she liked the track, so I sent her a whole bunch of beats. So maybe something will happen with that. Maybe. Ooh, I but she liked all the music and that. I'm actually looking to do a sort of like live show with some of the tracks that I've, I've done. So I'm going to get the B-Bird, Crash Slaughter, Funky, sort of like a DJ. I'll get the DJ set on the way. You obviously DJ as well as produce. Where do you play? Um, regularly, I play Medina every Saturday. I play 
grow crew on Friday, but I've started to. I watch it every Friday, but now I'm doing it every two weeks because I want to do it. Meta Nine, Bramble, Sin. Uh, I might be starting this thing on a Monday up in Aberdeen. I play a lot of different places, but regularly the ones I've sort of noted. I've done a KRS gig at Lickadrew recently, I've done a 90s hip hop one in art school a couple of Thursdays ago. Was that good? Yeah, it was really good actually. I was actually really surprised, I thought it was going to be. In your opinion, what's the worst tune you've ever been requested to play? YMCA. Where are your scouts you for me? A DJ? Of course you Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I was playing Bengal Boys. Oh, well, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> if you could take one album to Desert Island, what would it be? Classic Beauty. I'll say just for the record, I would say. It's got to last. David Axelrod, Songs of Experience. <laughs> or OC, Word Life, but I was only like one. Yeah. I said three. Did I not? <laughs> What does the future hold for Nasty Hood? Probably a fish, single fish, <laughs> once I get out of the road in the immediate future. Um, more, more collaborations, but um, DJ-wise, less gigs where people are asking for YMCA and more gigs where I'm performing. Actual live shows where some people are turning up for a reason. Rather than like being like a jukebox or whatever. The great mission music. I'd quite like to do more. I've done a sort of like dance score for this breakdance thing a couple of years ago, which is it's quite good money, but that's not the reason I've done it. But scoring is like super good fun, like. Oh, so totally. I'd like to do that. I mean, I'd love to get in a like film score and more hard enough to crack, but you know that'd be good as well. Thank you very much, B-Bag Nasty P. It's been a pleasure, and no uh, I look forward to working with you in the future. Thank you.